Hey there, this is Justin, the Young Ambiguous Podcast, and I'm with... Gerald, the co-host. Hello. We're here. Today, we're going to be talking about worship and Christian music, Woo! and defining those terms, and... Because I, I get lost sometimes in all of that. Wait, you have something to say, don't you? Yeah, I just want to apologize to everybody. <laughs> Our last episode is really long, and I don't want to ruin anybody's life. How long was it? It was 54 minutes. Better part of an hour. The- most of an hour oh yeah so i just i love you guys you guys are so awesome our first episode is 20 minutes and i'm sure everybody was super stoked that they were gonna be like short podcast Woo. well i mean if they're listening on itunes you can double speed it please double speed anytime well, you can double speed it well actually i wouldn't recommend that because there's times in there that i speak really fast so it just might sound like a blur then just slow it down for those parts and then speed it back up. Okay, we're we're heading on the same trajectory if we keep talking about this. All we're right, just... so I'm done. We we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. We love the support. Yes. Now to the worship topic at hand. Christian music. What are you so I love worship music. I love worship music too. I'm the stereotypical evangelical that listens to like Hillsong in his car. You just called yourself an evangelical. I oh yeah, I am an evangelical. I have to be, bro have to be i don't go to catholic church <laughs> so we'll we'll get into that whole other topic at another mm-hmm. time but we 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 had some discussion on yep. music and like christian music and worship music and kind of wanted to to talk about that in a little bit of a open dialogue way mm-hmm. because i think worship music for me what i define it as yes. is music that Suits the little ears in your family. Z88.3. <laughs> no. Uh, it's it's more like music that is it's, it's written with the purpose of people singing it to God. Yeah. Like worshiping God with the, the lyrics and the music. So whether it's corporate or individual, right. it's, it's music written with that mindset. Yeah, and I would agree. And I'd say the exact same thing. Like every time I think of worship music, I think of a song that has – pretty a pretty standard theme like there's a struggle exactly there is a temptation or there's like some physical aspect mm-hmm. like a mountain mm-hmm. or a sunrise or an ocean some kind of metaphor yeah. yeah and then grace yep and uh resolve resolve good. yeah and a resolve and i think this for me when we are talking about this, all I'm playing in my head is that John Christ YouTube video mm-hmm. where he's signing that like up and comer band. Yeah. And they want to write transparent music and the music industry executives who are doing the deal are like, no, 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 listen, yeah. we got a formula. If it doesn't work out, you'll write a Christmas album. You have a greatest hit <laughs> album. And then we'll put one of you in the newsboys. <laughs> and like, it's, it's a hilarious video. Uh, John Christ is hilarious. He's a funny dude. I would um, love to. I'd love to talk to him. John Christ, if you ever listen to this, we want to have you on the podcast. That'd be so cool, man. I mean, he he's been on. He's been doing a lot of podcasts. But so, like, we're talking about worship music now. I think we can divine Christian music mm-hmm. or Christian country music or whatever it is. Because <laughs> uh, did you know that like even like Lecrae signed to like a CCM music. Really? Yeah. Like, yeah, I found that out relatively recent. So that's the other half, right? Is like the Christian music industry. There yeah. are people who who are working for churches, who are worship leaders, who are writing amazing songs to lead their congregation in worship. Yeah. And that's worship music, right? There's all kinds of people like that. Hillsong, 
passion. They write worship music yeah. for people to worship God with. Then there's a whole nother industry yep. where people are writing music with Christian themes and Christian mm-hmm. ideas and maybe in Christian stories and yeah. testimonies. And um, they're all, you know, it's Christian, Christian music. Yeah. And I think part of what we want to discuss is kind of some of the lack of real realness to them. Yeah. And I want to also um, give a preface that this is a opinion based topic. We are not Christian musicians. Nope. I mean, I do like spoken word, but that's it. I'm not like I'm not signed to a label or anything like that. I used to play bass in my youth group sure. and young adult days. Yeah. I haven't played in a while, so. Oh, yeah. Well, it's... Gerald plays bass. Slapping the bass. Slapping the bass. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so we're... But we're not in say, the industry. Yeah, we're not. We're not in the industry. But we've... I think I've heard enough to hear, to hear a little bit. Of, I, I can't speak to the fullness of the of Christian country music or worship music. Um to be like an expert on it. I'm not an expert on anything. We're not experts, but we definitely have strong opinions because music's important to both of us. Mm -hmm. And for me, music shaped a huge part of my youth, my like teenage years and into my young adulthood being on a worship team. Like those are people I looked up to. The people who are writing worship music is what I looked up to. And there's like, I think there's this unspoken divide between like, worship musicians and like Christian artists. Yeah. And I'm not saying that's good or bad. I'm just saying it's there. And I think there's a big, with all of them, Mm -hmm. there's a, maybe a lack of like transparency. And to a certain extent, you can't write a song like about like your deepest, darkest struggle and, and hope to hear it. In Chick Fil A, you know what yeah, I mean. Like yeah, it's not like, gonna happen. Like, well, Keen's Kaleidoscope, they had that song of prayer. Yup, where he drops the f bomb. I mean, I'm not opposed to that word at all. I just won't say it on this podcast or like around anybody else. <laughs> but like, so Keen's Kaleidoscope has made so many good songs. Yep, so many good records, and they were famously with Mars Hill for a very long time, and once all that stuff kind of dropped away, uh, I think their vocalist name is Chad. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. But um, he was able to write more transparent music and um, like they kind of just stopped being a worship band and started being a Christian band, which I think is kind of interesting. But Did they uh, say that? Yeah. Or is yeah. that just how we consider them? No, that's, that's what he said that on... He was on Bad Christian, and Bad he Christian. said that. Shout out. Hey, pa- Bad Christian. Yeah, Matt and Toby and uh, Jesse, Jerry, something. I, man, I listen to that podcast all the time, and I feel bad that I can't remember their names. Anyway, um, so that he wrote this song called A Prayer, and it was... Drops the F-bomb. He drops the F-bomb. It's about his son dying. Like He, he wrote it from his journal, hmm. and his son had died, and he felt God was far away from him, and he wrote the song. Yeah. Which I think is really cool. I think that's really kind of a testament to Christian music in general or Christian music, not in general, but what it can do yeah. rather it being worship music, because in worship music, you, you can't say the F word. Um, I mean, yeah, no worship leader is going to lead his congregation with that word in the F, song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're not going to do that. But in Christian music, I, there's this 
there's a little bit more like leeway with it. There's different genres in Christian music and well, like it released, but I think there was a ton of pushback. Which yeah, is kind of what I'm. That's what I was at. leading to. I kind of I got my lost my mind a little bit. They were going to play Creation Fest. Did they get kicked off? They got kicked out of kicked out of Creation Fest or create. Wow. Yeah, they got kicked out of that conference or that that festival sure. because of that song. Wow. Because of that one song. I think it's kind of weird, man. Like, I I'm like when I'm praying and there's something going on, God knows I'm thinking it. So there's no point for me to hold it back from him. He knows that, it, mm-hmm. that it's coming. He knows that I'm hurting. So yeah, should be able to say that. And, and that's what I think we're, we want to talk about and touch mm-hmm. on is kind of like this, like we want transparency. Desperately. Like both of us in our last episode, that's what we were hinting at. Like transparency and being real and being fully known is huge and important for each one of us to really enjoy church and and feel loved by church and and love our church Mm -hmm. but in the music that we listen to that has christian themes that support what we believe a lot of times that transparency isn't there right and recently for me like king's kaleidoscope for you you were sharing that that song and i heard about that in this big drama Mm -hmm. but for me um i listened to a lot of hip-hop and there was an album out by show baraka oh yeah his track he literally was talking about when he was young how he used to think with his genitalia mm-hmm. you know he used to think below the belt instead of with his brain did he say this say the word he actually says penis mm. and like i used to think with my penis and lifeway removed the album like they were selling mm. it for lifeway. weeks lifeway god bless then him. when it like people listened to it i guess and they started getting complaints like he says this word, which is not a curse word. It's, it's not an, a curse word. It's You're a an body adult. part. Yeah. He's an adult. He's selling an album. And it ha- the, the album itself is actually really, really good. It's, it's yeah, one of I've my favorite um, favorites this past year that came out. Um, but, like, the fact that Lifeway would re- sell it and then remove it from their shelves because people complained about his right. transparency of his life years ago. It's not like he was saying anything that was actually happening in the moment or the, it, the situation. Yeah. He was talking about the way he used to think, the way he used to live. And, you know, like, yeah, and that, that's just language. That's a shame. Yeah. And that's I think, I think just because of uh, somebody's music, uh, a, a musician's choice of words can stop him from going on tour or doing a festival or right. selling their CD in a certain store. Like Target and Walmart don't care. They're selling yeah. it. But like the Christian industry, yeah, the they Christian won't sell store it. They won't sell, sell it. it like Lifeway books or anything like that. No. They won't sell it. Which that's that's weird. And I I think a lot of musicians will stick with worship music because it's safe. Like I I worked at hmm. this uh, conference uh, for the Assemblies of God, and I'm like Carrie Job was leading worship there, and so I met Carrie Job and I met her band, and they were just normal people, and I could tell like they. I mean, I'm not going to say what they said. I'm not going to throw Carrie Job in the bus or her band in the bus. But they were saying oh. things that just normal people would say. They would, I mean, some of them were cussing. Some of them were talking about going to the bar afterwards. And they still led a congregation of like 50,000 people in worship. Yeah. And they, I can tell that they have other projects on the side, but they couldn't do those projects on the side because mm-hmm. they're, or can't talk about them openly because they're a worship band yeah. and they have to put on this persona. So 
Yeah, that's that's the thing. That persona, that squeaky clean persona, that you have to be perfect, and God has deal with all, dealt with shirts. all of your struggles. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like that. I mean, that goes right back to our conversation last week about the transparency. And I feel yeah. like lots of people are genuinely wanting musicians to write how oh, they bro. feel. Yeah. But the bubble, like the larger picture, they get a lot of pushback and hate, you yeah. know, like we're talking about. And yeah. I'd be more prone to, to find, well, so, I mean, it's, it's weird for me because if I am worshiping the Lord, Mm-hmm. I'm worshiping the Lord, like in spirit yeah. and truth, man. Like I, I don't even really, I, the, the words help the music help helps me get to where I need to be. But ultimately they could be saying like nothing, nothing. Yeah. And I would be in the midst of God. And so that just stuff doesn't really bother me, but that stuff might help other people, you know, yeah. like to contextualize where God is in their life. Mm hmm. Because worship, when you're worshiping, you're ushering in the presence of God. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. You're 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 praying for people. Yep. Yeah. Um. So they they should be able to be transparent with one another, and so that God can move actively in someone's heart, in someone's yeah, someone's spirit. You know. So I have a lot of opinions on worship, and I think I think that if you're a worship leader, you you should love the Lord too. Like, yeah. Like, uh, my, my wife was telling me that cause she used to be a worship leader. She used to be, uh, not like a worship pastor, but she used to lead worship at our old church. And, um, she took that responsibility very seriously. Good. Yeah. Like That's she awesome. wasn't just, she wasn't just going there to play a set and sing a couple of songs. She was going there because she knew that people needed a real interaction with the living God. Hmm. And so she made it a point to to be prayerful and to consider those things. Yeah. So. And I think that kind of where this music section bleeds over is in how it's approached and, and brought up in the church. Yeah. Because there are 100% worship songs that people wrote for people to worship. Yeah. That, like, some churches won't sing because, like whatever there's yeah, like a million just, reasons it why it feel weird. but like it's just like for me like i'm like you mm -hmm. i can worship like if i'm if god is speaking to me and the music is is leading me in the right direction like i can worship to anything if yeah. it's like lecrae i've i've had moments with god when i was listening to a secular song that just was like yeah like vaguely mentioning things that i was going through and pointing me to think about god for sure. You know? And I mean, so worship is something that we are supposed to do. It's not music so much as like it's kind of a genre on iTunes, but yeah. worship is like our life. Yeah. And so music can influence and help us worship. But like worship is what we do for the Lord 24/7. Right. Not yeah. just 20 minutes before the teaching. Yeah. Um I think it's I think it's cool. I I want to go start talking about Christian music again. Mhm. Mm um because I've had those experiences that you've had yeah. where you're listening to a song that's considered secular, but like Chance the Rapper, Coloring Books is my favorite album probably of this, my life. Like yeah. it's, it's one of my favorite albums. It's a good album. It's good, man. Like he's a line, I speak a promised land, soil soft as mama's hands. Like 
Dude, he's and then he says the book doesn't end with Malachi. Like everything, it's so good. Hit Jericho with a buzzer beater and watch the fall, the like, fall mm-hmm. like brick and or fall. Brick and watch water. the brick and water fall like dripping water. Like if you don't hear God in that, I don't know. So my mother-in-law, what Bible you're reading? Yeah, what Bible you reading? What if the book don't read? end in Malachi? Dang, you know what I'm saying? There's you know what I'm a new saying? You know what I'm saying? My my mother-in-law Christine, mm-hmm. she is. An amazing so person. Awesome. She is so awesome. You've said nothing her. but amazing things to me I about have. her. I have. And um, we're, we, my wife and I were listening to Chance the Rapper almost every day. <laughs> and we're like, I'm like, your mom's going to listen to this because she's going to lose her mind of how much she loves it. Hmm. We play it. She, one, she's one of the most spiritual women I ever met in my life. And a testament to that, the first day I ever, first time I ever kissed Sydney, she texts Sydney and said, hey, you just kissed Justin. From Illinois, we're in Atlanta. She knew it. It was crazy. It was a weird thing to happen. She's so Whoa. connected with God. But um, she's listening to it, and she starts crying and worshiping God in the car because mm-hmm. it's like the the other words. Like yeah, he says the f word. He says the n word. But the other words aren't as important as the content behind what he's saying. Yeah, in his heart to like yes. lead worship at the Grammys. You oh, know come what I mean? on. Yeah. Like, this is my God we're singing about. Like, he's telling like a yeah. room full of people who have all kinds of different beliefs. On SNL, too. <laughs> and he's like, this is my God. We're worshiping Jesus, you know? Like, yeah. That's awesome. And uh, we're not like, we endorse, I would say we endorse Chance the Rapper. Oh, yeah. But I don't agree with everything that he's done in his entire life. Oh, for sure. And I feel like that's kind of the weight people feel like they have to have like this or, or Christian artists and worship leaders. Yeah. Like they have to have this like perfect persona. Otherwise people won't be able to be led into the, the spirit of God by them. Yeah. And I don't think that's true at all. Yeah. And it's not because like we're all imperfect. Yeah. Like the pastor teaching mm-hmm. the, the worship team leading like you in the seats, like every, every person involved is imperfect and yeah. every person has sinned at some point. Yes. In that week or that day. Yeah. Depending on what time it is, you know, like. Yeah, really. If it's, you have like a 6 a.m. service, like you woke up, you probably sinned thinking about how early it was and then you got to church. <laughs> so like at some point we're, we've all proven our imperfectness. Mm-hmm. And so like just because an artist doesn't really get it or he's not fully a, a, a perfect example doesn't mean that I'm not going to be able to worship to the music and the art that he's creating. Yeah. And I think that's where we need to kind of land with music specifically Mm -hmm. because like we've shut so many different people down because they weren't perfect. Yeah. And And it's not good. No, it's not good at all. It's not good at all. Um, You say you listen to more hip hop. Mm -hmm. I love hip hop. That's what I grew up on. But I started getting into the hardcore genre and like metalcore and whatever. I listen to that too. Yeah. Like we have famously listened to like for today, which isn't, it's a metalcore band, but Maddie McCore, huh? They're hardcore. Yeah. They're, they're metal, metalcore. It doesn't matter. There's so many, yeah. the genres kind of blend each other through, but their vocalist Maddie is famous for going on like hour long, Hmm. rants not rants he's preaching for an hour at shows and their sets like maybe an hour and a half long yeah so he's taking most of his taking playing most of his time, time 
to like share the gospel. I'm not a fan of it because I came for a show. I want to hear your music, bro. I want to hear your music because your music your music's in ministry more than what you have to say. But see, that's the thing. When he's at a concert, he feels like he can actually share. Mm-hmm. Like if you put an album out with him just talking for an hour, like no one's gonna buy that. He did do that. He did a spoken word album, and it was. Was it an hour long? Uh, it was about like three hours long. I listened to the whole thing in one wow. sitting, and I was like, "This is." I understand why this was free. Oh, so see, yeah, he didn't sell but it. But I, yeah, he gave it for free. It was on. It was We're on. Both right. It was on. Come and live. Oh, come and live. Come and live. That's great. Awesome ministry. Musicianaries. Mm-hmm. So I think kind of this whole conversation is centered around some of that same heartbeat of transparency. Yeah. And the desire for that realness in music, but also kind of just like, you know, like I grew up thinking certain genres were bad. Like yeah. you can't listen to that music. You can't listen to it. And and I think that is also hurtful and harmful because like if you never listen to a certain genre of music, you're not going to know what it's like. You're not going to know what it's like. And, and maybe God wants to use you or use somebody. I'm sure mm-hmm. he wants to use somebody in every genre of music. Oh, yeah. And so like and, – and not that there needs to be a Christian reggae band and a Christian, you know, like in a Christian band of every genre. Right. But it would be good if Christians were involved exhausting. in every yeah. genre because like they should be. Yeah, I yeah, absolutely. I think they should 100%. There's a really cool festival in Urbana, Illinois. Mm-hmm. It used to be called Cornerstone. Ooh, shout out. Yeah, and um it's called Audio Feed and I have a lot of friends who play that festival. Um and a lo- and all of them are like they love God. Mm-hmm. Um well, no, not all of them. Uh a lot of them. A lot of them. It's a Christian festival. Um and they go there they go there to be transparent with people. Their music is honest. It's transparent. Um, and But people still find God in those things. Yeah. I think that's really crazy. And I think... I, I You want to start wrapping it up? I think that's probably a good thing to do. We could, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. we, we, did, we did a long time the last one. But my I think my final thought on the issue, or not issue, on the subject, would be that both are purposed and both have a, yep. have a place in the realm of Christianity. And I don't think either one should be demonized. Yeah. Uh, like either if it's like a squeaky clean or it's like, like my friend, uh, his name is Jeff. His project's called Key Young. Shout you, out. Yeah. It's Check on him band, out. It's on Bandcamp and he just released a new album and his music's honest and he says things that are honest in there, but I know that he loves the Lord a lot hmm. and he even says that in his songs they're yeah. all centered on an idea of jesus an idea of being a human and being a human in jesus yeah so and i know that the worship pastors are struggling with the same things that i'm struggling with but we look at them because they're on stage yeah i don't know and i think the more honesty in tran and transparency the better yeah. So like in whether you're making Christian music, whether you're making worship music, whether you're just making music like and you're a Christian, because that's something Lecrae says a lot, which I really love, is he's a Christian who raps. Do you know Christian musicians? Do, do you I know, know any? Do you know any Christian musicians? In my life? Personal life? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Michael Rosado. Michael and, Rosado. I mean, Jeremy's a worship leader. I don't know if that's what you mean. Yeah. I, mean, I know a lot of the worship team because I right. served with them. No, I was just plugging. I was just plugging win words. You just wanted to. I just want to plug win words. 
shout out Mike Rosado. I think his GoFundMe is already over, but yeah. But I, I mean, just give him like ten bucks if you see him. Yeah, just hand him money, and he'll he'll get that project out as soon as he can. Yeah, I know he's really working good. really hard on it. Um, but we we are just talking about this because we want to see more transparency. Like I want to see more transparency yeah. and honesty in worship Christian music. I just want music to be more honest, more genuine and real. And I want people to be able to enjoy it and listen to it. A little bit more ambiguous. Am I right? Yeah. Young and ambiguous. Get well, out there. Um, I think that's, I think we could go on forever about this. And we did that last week. Um, so like I said, again, my name's Justin. And this my name's is Gerald. Gerald, and I just said your name for you. I feel so bad. No, it's okay. My name's Gerald. He's Gerald. I'm here. He's, um, and like last week, I would love to talk to you. Yeah, we're people. We're not unapproachable. And if we say something that offends you, or encourages you, hopefully encourages more, mm. would love to hear it. Or if you just want to talk, I'd love to talk to you. And you can reach me at at the Justin Larson on Instagram. And on Twitter and Justin Larson on Facebook. And I'm Gerald Del Valle on Facebook and all lowercase one, like one big blob yeah. at Gerald Del Valle on yeah. Twitter and Instagram. Follow us young and big Twitter and Instagram. We love you guys. Love you. Oh, wait, before you go, what yeah. are you listening to currently? In the hopper show Baraka actually just released like part two. I guess oh, cool. he did some remixes and a few new songs. So I think it's called um, Piano and Politics. Hmm. It's pretty, pretty good. That's like pretty it. cool. That's pretty cool. That's cool. I'm not listening to any music right now. I've actually not expanded my horizons on music. I've been listening to the same stuff over and over again. Don't worry for it. I got him. I'm going to send him some tracks. Okay, cool. If you guys have any good uh, requests or music that I should be listening to, send him. Send them to me. I'd love to listen to them. And if you are a local artist, we'll I'd give you love, a shout out. I'd love to hear your music. Yeah. Maybe get featured. Ooh. Ooh. Intro. Yeah, we don't have to pay for uh, copyrights. <laughs> yeah. You no, got to so. come into the studio and play some songs. Yeah. Just don't be bad. Justin and I will sing back up. We are done. <laughs> All right. See you guys. Love you. Bye.